Welcome to Talking Pictures Trivia, the podcast in which a group of geographically challenged friends explore movies through trivia as an excuse to keep their friendships alive. I'm one of these friends and today's host, Nick, and with me is... Tom. KJ. Mahoney. And I'm Chris. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're taking a break from our regular schedule for a format we like to call Talking Trivia Trivia. There will be three rounds of three questions based on movies all the co-hosts have seen. Each question is worth one point. You can lose a point if you get the answer wrong, but I'll give you three to start. Whoever has the most points at the end of round three will be in the hot seat and asked a final question. That person can wager any amount of accumulated points on getting the question right, while the remaining contestants can do the same betting for or against a correct answer. Points will be added or subtracted accordingly and we'll have our winner. Good luck to all. KJ will be quizzing us today, so I get to participate. It's time for round one. The first round of questions will be related to Ocean's Eleven, the George Clooney Brad Pitt one. Oh gosh, I haven't seen that in forever. Okay, this should be interesting. I have seen that film. <laughs> I, rem- I remember this being like a really formative one because in the college years, we did some trips out to Vegas and it was kind of like synonymous with that time of the year. I also remember it was filmed right down the street from my old apartment too. Oh, really? Where was your old apartment? Uh, so like the scenes where Danny's leaving the prison and were shot at Rawway Prison. So right oh, wow. in Woodbridge Township. Oh, very good. I, I really did enjoy this movie, but it's going to be hard to remember it apart from the seven sequels they made. <laughs> so is, is this the one with all the girls? Is that is that's this one? Sandy, Sandy B and uh, they're they're stealing a, a gem or something. That's this one, right? Yeah. Aquafina. Yep, you're gonna do great. <laughs> Kate Blanchett was divine in this movie. I thought Frank Sinatra was wonderful. <laughs> it's time for question one. How do Ocean's Eleven get the money out of the casino? Chris. So they end up dressing like the SWAT team that goes into the vault. And they put it into the bags, and the SWAT team literally walks it out the front door dressed as before they throw it into the SWAT van. One point for Chris. That is correct. They walk it right out the front door as a SWAT team. It's time for question two. What do the Malloy brothers, played by Casey Affleck and Scott Kane, race? Tom. They race a monster truck against a remote control truck. Exactly. One point for Tom. I haven't seen this movie in forever. I saw it not that long ago because I think it was on TNT and I'm just a sucker for whatever stupid movies on TNT because it's usually it's usually Lord of the Rings or like a Harry Potter or a Star Wars. So I'll usually watch anything. So the fact that it was I was like, okay, I guess I'm watching Ocean's Eleven Marathon today. (laughs) They they've started doing because I'm at my parents house. I don't have TNT and they have tea at, at my house and they've been doing Fast and the Furious now. Um, so I've been watching, I think the seventh one. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty the whole month. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that that series is longer than Lord of the Rings at this point. If you go through all nine. Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. It's time for question three. How does the amazing Yen played by Xiaobo Kin hurt his hand? Chris. So as he's climbing out of the safe, it, it like slams on his hand. 
Yes. And I remember, uh, no, oh, okay. that is it's, incorrect. It's, it's not the safe. It's the, it's the money card. That, that is incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Tom, what do you have? Um, I was going to say that the there's a practice money container. It's supposed to contain the jewels of uh, Andy Garcia's character. And that kind of slams on his hand during a trial run and damages it. Incorrect. Oh, really? What was it? Mahoney? I was going to go with the fake money cart while they were practicing. I thought that's what it was. Yeah. Incorrect. Uh, he hurts his hand when they're going to get the, is it an EMP? And um, Matt Damon kind of isn't in the van. And then they're trying that's to get Matt Damon like... in the van. And the van door slams on. Um, slams on his hand. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All I could remember was the bandage getting stuck in the safe door. And I was yeah, like, that's not the that, answer. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The end of round one, we have a three-way tie with Tom, Chris, and Nick at three, and Mahoney trailing behind at two. It pays to not answer any question. <laughs> Rope-a-dope. It's time for round two. The second round's questions will be related to a league of their own. Uh, <laughs> you guys seen okay. this movie? A league of their yeah, own? I, I, at some I, point in time. I saw it in the drive-in that I saw Toy Story in during the Clinton administration. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I had taken a trip to Ecuador. I was kind of in the rainforest there for a week. And when I came back, I had one of the worst fevers ever. I think I've even brought this up on the show before. And so I was home from work and I watched uh, League of Their Own and I was just crying the whole time because of the fever and everything that was happening. I've definitely seen it multiple times, but they were all... Like many, 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 many years ago. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen this one, but I do remember it. I've seen it multiple times. I, I mean, Tom Hanks is is awesome in this movie. So are the girls. So I'm looking forward to what questions you have for us. Yeah, it, it's easily the best movie about tennis I've ever seen. It's time for question one. We are introduced to Tom Hanks with him doing something for an impressive amount of time. What is it? We had two early buzz-ins. Tom? Chewing tobacco. Incorrect. Nick? Chewing gum. Incorrect. Come on. Come on. All right. All right. All right. I call call a balk on this one because you kind of paused and then finished the sentence. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so I'm going to go in opposite order. Opposite order. <laughs> well, because the, the person that buzzed in the least early. Oh, <laughs> bullshit! <laughs> you better keep that in. I, I think we gotta buzz that. Right. Um, Mahoney. Uh, he took a leak. That's right. He was being for so long. I they had enough time oh, to get gosh. like a stopwatch. Yes. <laughs> time it. <laughs> Great introduction to Tom Hanks. Do, it. Do me uh, a favor. Keep asking the questions like Christopher Walken, please. <laughs> <laughs> Here is the que- question. An impressive amount of time. It's time for question two. Rosie O'Donnell's character is friends with All the Way May, who is played by who? Chris? Uh, that'd be Madonna. That is correct. Point for Chris. I, I... <laughs> oh, come on. I, I almost buzzed in early because KJ was like, was played by who? 
Like there was this, I almost, I almost hit play by and hit the thing. But I was like, he's gonna say who? And if I do that, he's gonna he's gonna flag me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was waiting him for him to hold up the question mark to let us know yeah. the question was over. I, I knew there was an open cadence right there. It's time for question three. Kit likes something very much, which Dolly tells her to lay off. What is it? Tom. Boys. Incorrect. Chris. Uh, curveball. Incorrect. Nick. Ice cream. <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, it was the high ones. Lay off the high ones. Uh, I like the high ones. Oh, yeah. Kind of a recurring. God, I have not seen this movie in so long. Should we sing the song? <laughs> that shows you how long it's been. I don't even know what song you're talking about. Which I'm sure is prominent in this film. At the end of round two, we have a two-way tie. We have Mahoney and Chris with three. And Nick and Tom with one. It's time for round three. The third round's questions will be related to who framed Roger Rabbit. Oh my gosh. Love this movie. It's also another Clinton administration watch. I was going to say, I don't even know when the last time was I saw this movie. Oh Lord. I, I probably was watching legitimate cartoons. I think contrasting Christopher Lloyd in this to the Christopher Lloyd in the Back to the Future kind of blew my brain at the time. That's right, yeah. <laughs> That's a creepy movie from what I remember. It's time for question one. Who is Roger dating? Chris. Jessica Rabbit. That is correct. How yes. did you beat me on that buzz? Ah. It was close. Mm-hmm. It was close. Yeah, you you've got you got quick fingers. <sighs> it's time for question two. Why does Eddie Valent, played by Bob Hoskins, hate tunes? Mahoney. Uh, because his brother was killed by a tune. Correct. Point for Mahoney. It's time for question three. What is Judge Dooms, played by Christopher Lloyd, Big secret. Mahoney. He's a tune. That is correct. Another point for Mahoney. So close. I... <laughs> it's so frustrating. <laughs> Leading up to our hot seat question, Mahoney has taken the lead with five. Chris has four. Nick and Tom each have one, so they can still bet. So Mahoney, you are going to the hot seat. Today we had Ocean's Eleven, a League of Their Own, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Which movie would you like to take with you to the hot seat? Can I get Ocean's Rabbit? Uh, no, I choose <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. All right. And how many points do you wager of your five? I'm going to wager three. That means you have the potential to go up to eight or down to two. Chris, how many points would you like to wager? Uh, I'm going to wager one point, and I'm going to say that he's going to get it wrong. Okay, one point against. Tom, how many points do you wager? Uh, I guess I'll do one point against. And Nick, how many points do you wager? I will also do one point against. All right. Not a lot of faith in you there, Mahoney. 
or the math just works that way. Yes. Yes. There's no reason to bet for him. (laughs) Math. It's time for the hot seat question. Which two famous cartoon characters duel with pianos? I'm going to say Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Oh, so close. Half right. Anyone else know the answer? It's Bugs and Mickey. Uh Oh, I had Donald and Daffy. Oh, yeah, well, you're, you're right. You're right. You're okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Donald Duck and Daffy Duck. I'm sorry, Mahoney. You have lost three points, putting you with two points. Everybody else got an increase, making Chris our winner tonight oh, with five no. points. I'll, t- I'll take a win by loss. <laughs> <laughs> Late game reversal. Woo. Actually, you know what? I was thinking about the scene when he when he walks through the door and then he's fallen and then Bugs kind of shows up. I think that's what confused me. Mm, yep. But Bugs uh, is definitely in there. So is I mean, like there's so many cartoons in there. But yeah, they're definitely in there. Yeah. I'd like to once again congratulate our winner of the week, which is Chris. Thank you. Thank you very much. He succeeded by others failing. So congratulations. You can find more of our content wherever you listen to podcasts on our YouTube channel, Twitter at Talking Studios, and our website, TalkingPicturesTrivia.com. We are extremely grateful to all those who subscribe, like, follow, and leave a review. Do you have a related trivia question to stump us? Let us know on Twitter, TalkingPicturesTrivia at gmail.com, or give us a call at 201-467-8679. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me and or social media plug. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for having me on the show again, guys. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me. Always fun. Always great. Can't wait to do it again. I think we'll have you both back very soon for another uh, talking trivia trivia. Yeah, probably in the distant future, I imagine. I'm sure. Maybe a handful of episodes in. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at ThomasLayman15. And uh, our B-sides are coming back. I promise they're coming back. So look, you know, look, look for them when they come back. Hope you guys enjoyed the trivia today. You can find me on Twitter at KJ1000. I can also be found on Twitter at the nickname. Join us next time when we discuss Tom's recommendation from 1974, Chinatown. Stay tuned for our first impressions of the film. Next week, we'll be discussing Chinatown. Tom, how was your watch? Uh, this is, it was good. I, <laughs> this is not my first watch. I, I've seen this before uh, a lot, actually. Um, this watch was especially fun because I'm teaching a class right now when we just did the Maltese Falcon. And the parallels between this and the Maltese Falcon are, I, you know, you know they're there just because of John Houston is the, the supporting star of the film, um, but you don't realize how many beats feel the same or feel very similar. It feels like a, a sort of, um, it feels like what it is, a 70s version of the Maltese Falcon. Um, and so I enjoyed that as well. I also uh, caught, which I didn't before, the reference to the adventures of Charlie Chan. So there were two detective references in in this. Um, And I'm wondering if anybody else caught the reference. Uh, But um, 
Uh, yeah, so I, I had I had a great time watching this. I did make a valid and heroic attempt to watch the sequel, and I got 45 minutes in, which is pretty heroic for its quality. Um, but this is a, a fantastic movie, and I really look forward to talking about this and talking about this in context of The Batman, which is coming out in March. So very good. Uh, Ragnar, how about you? Is this your first watch? No, it's not my first watch. I've also seen it many, many times. It is one of my favorite movies of one of my favorite genres, uh, the noir uh, genre, which is just the most enjoyable uh, type of movie for me to watch. And seeing different eras take on this classic genre is always enjoyable. Uh, this one's from the 70s, obviously. Uh, so, man, I could go on and on about it. I, I enjoy pretty much every second of this movie. And um, I did not catch the Charlie Chan uh, reference. So I, I, I can look forward to hearing it. And then also, man, that sequel is really bad. I suggest anybody that's a mild fan of this movie, uh, at least a mild fan, uh, to avoid it uh, like the plague or like the COVID. This is not my first watch, but I have to say, and this is the first time I've actually really honestly have said this this is a movie i saw in the late 70s maybe again in the 80s and i have not seen it since and i forgot so many parts of the plot and the twist that it was almost like watching it for the first time again so that was the first time that happened my main impression of this movie is that I have um, a fascination with the city of Los Angeles because of how different it is from the Mid-Atlantic, which we're from. And I cannot stop looking at the production, looking at the costuming and the lighting and the clothing and the cars and the details that I have to fight to follow the plot and not, and not miss any of the dialogue. That's my just stylistically... This is just like a big, delicious ice cream cone <laughs> to watch this movie. Um, and that was my impression before and my impression now. Also, just just terrific dialogue that is sort of got that traditional style without being campy, which is really tough to do. Um, and some of the later movies that try that just fail miserably. Um, so that's that's my impression. This is a movie I knew existed for a long time but just never got around to watching it and finally this podcast gave me an excuse to sit down and do so and what i'll say is i understand why it comes up a lot of in conversations regarding good films or films people enjoy because i really did enjoy it i have not seen the maltese falcon yet although i do plan on doing so sometime soon because we actually somehow bring that up a lot on this show when these type of movies come up it's not a genre that I've actually watched a lot and I really enjoyed it. Maybe I have seen some of the newer, more campy versions and maybe that's why I haven't been drawn to it, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And I've been watching some older movies, you know, going back in time that are also in this, like trying to figure out this mystery with everything going on. And it's just really intriguing me. So I, I do plan on watching other films that are very similar, especially since Tom said this is almost a remake of that movie. Uh, I'm, I'm very, or at least it has some connections to that movie. I'm really looking forward to uh, continuing not only to talk about this one, but looking into other ones that are, are like this or maybe have influenced this film.
I've been practicing on Jeopardy every day. <laughs> you just watch the show and hit your space bar? I, I watch the show and I, I hit a fake button. <laughs> the, the air and, you know. I thought you were playing like the NES version. Good luck. I, 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 would, I wouldn't time. admit that to anyone else. <laughs>